Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. G'day and welcome to another edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast. My name's Kevin Hillier and uh, with thanks to the Wyndham City Council and the Committee for Wyndham, we're here with another uh, insight into uh, some of the things that are going on in our city, some of the people that are involved in those things and some fascinating stuff. And again today, we meet someone who's involved right at the coalface of uh, an operation that's uh, doing great work uh, in the city of Wyndham and that is Woolworths. And today we'll meet uh, Justin Dowling who is the General Manager uh, National Operations and Shared Services for the Woolworths Group, their supply chain. Uh, they, of course, have centres uh, right across the city of Wyndham. They have shopping centres across the city of Wyndham, but they also have their depots as well. So we'll uh, we'll talk to Justin about them because that's what he's in charge of and also a few uh, new and exciting things that are on the horizon uh, for the Woolworths Group in the city of Wyndham. That's coming up uh, very shortly. Reminder, with thanks to the Wyndham City Council, about the uh, the WIN Local Professional Services Advice Program. We talked about this on uh, last week's edition of the podcast. It's still up and running. And it's in the spirit of buying local and supporting local businesses and trying to help as much as we possibly can. Well, the council is certainly doing that in this space. Um, They've got together and uh, come up with 12 local professional service advisors. Now, they're basically going to do free one-hour specialist consultations uh, to Wyndham businesses. Now, here's a chance to uh, get uh, some of this fabulous expertise and knowledge for free. Uh, some of the uh, areas uh, that we're talking about are human resources, uh, industrial relations, you know, a couple of tricky areas there. Finance, uh, there's a very tricky area. Uh, business planning, digital marketing, uh, there's a whole range and you can just simply go to the Win Local Professional Services Advice Program. That's what it's called uh, up on the website in the services section of the uh, the uh, council website. Uh, make sure you take advantage of, uh, of this great service that's on offer at the moment. Uh, it is free, as we mentioned, uh, and available to anybody uh, in the city of Wyndham. Uh, so simple as that. Make sure you uh, you take advantage of it. Just uh, head to the uh, the council website and you can get all the details of that there. Uh, but let's get to our guest for this week on our Talking Wyndham podcast. And uh, we're talking this week to Justin Dowling, uh, who's uh, one of the head honchos at the Woolworths Group. Justin, thanks so much for uh, spending some time with us on the Talking Wyndham podcast. Really appreciate it. Uh, you busy? Um, quite out of the minute, Kevin. It's a busy time as we uh, start to get back to business as usual after the COVID. Uh, things have gone through the last couple of months. Yeah. Uh, so give us a little overview, firstly, of, uh, of what uh, the General Manager of National Operations and Shared Services does for Woolworths. Yeah, okay. So I guess in, in my role, I... Um, from a shared services perspective, look after all assets, facilities, oversee new DC builds and that type of thing from an operational perspective. Then I have, a, I guess, a general responsibility for operations across Australia and New Zealand from our DCs um, and how they operate. Um, then also all of our security, loss prevention, event planning, so things like Christmas, COVID-19, they all fall under my scope to make sure we can get the products into our stores to I guess, what we call Feed Australia and help them celebrate. Uh, and there would have been some issues, I imagine, in the early days of COVID-19 where that would have been a, a, a logistics nightmare. It was a logistics nightmare. And, uh, there was a lot of work required by a, a massive team. We've got had a lot of our people uh, on other projects came out and focused just on supporting our operations with COVID-19. 
Um, we store our volumes significantly over Christmas volumes. Um, usually for Christmas planning, well, I'm actually starting Christmas planning for this year now. Yeah. Um, so you can imagine we usually do six to eight months of planning for Christmas, and that's all over in a week or two weeks. Um, COVID-19, we basically had no chance of planning, and it went on for four or five weeks in just totally unprecedented unprecedented uh, volumes and shopping habits. Did it make you uh, sort of – did you have to rejig a whole lot of things to be able to uh, to accommodate it? Yeah, did a lot of rejigging. We uh, opened up around the country. I actually opened up seven what we call pop-up DCs um, just to help support the volume that was moving through the network uh, with the way that we need to follow our product and the way we need to uh, make sure we're looking after truck drivers and adhering to all of our compliance things. We actually needed to open up more DCs so as we could make sure we could get drivers in, turn them around quickly and uh, get them back on the road because one of the challenges we had over COVID was Rather than having the capacity of storage in a DC being the issue, which is what, what you see where you manage your volumes through Christmas and that type of thing, it was actually getting the product in and out in the volumes that we needed to do to support the inbound and the outbound to, to get it to the customer. Uh, give us a little picture, Justin, if you can, of the uh, the, the footprint that uh, that Woolworths has in the Wyndham, in the city of Wyndham. Uh, look, from a supply chain perspective, um, we have our Melbourne Liquor DC that I actually opened about 10 years ago. Um, that site would, uh, we employ 900 people or thereabouts at that site, including Jeez. casual, and that would service uh, about 1,500 stores across Australia. So that goes to all the Victorian supermarkets, plus it also goes to 200 Dan Murphy's and 1,300 uh, BWS stores out of that facility. Jeez. Uh, so, so that was our first DC, I guess, that we opened up in this area. Since then, we've did a, a meat plant in Truganina uh, that was a joint venture with Hilton Food Group originally. That's now a, a run purely by Hilton, but uh, services Woolworths as all of our meat comes out of there. We've just uh, in the process of setting up a big WDC in Hoppers Crossing, and we've also got our new Melbourne Fresh DC that uh, will open up later this year in Truganina as well, just around the corner from the Melbourne Liquor site and next door to the Hilton meat plant. Wow. Jeez, you must so have got a fairly fairly big footprint in a uh, city of Wyndham. You must have a, an awful lot of acreage, uh, given all those sites uh, in the in the city of Wyndham. Yeah, we, we do, we do. Um, at an estimate, uh, I would say probably got about two hundred thousand square meters of distribution centres in the city of Wyndham. That's massive. Obviously, it's massive employment, which is a great uh, great tick in the book for the uh, the people in the city of Wyndham. Uh, and uh, I mean, the open the open space obviously uh, was one of the factors. But were, were there other factors involved in actually locating in this area in this city? Yeah. Look, when we first came to this area with the Melbourne Liquor DC, a, a big part of the decision there was actually the, the growth in the area, the available people for employment. We've also got good connections onto our freeways and. Uh, I guess the overall road infrastructure is uh, improving out this way and uh, helps us in moving a product around. Uh, the fresh facility you mentioned that that's uh, that's now complete, is it? No, we're just uh, still under construction. Okay. We, we plan to open that later this year, so we've got a facility out in Mulgrave that will close down, and uh, the fresh facility will come online probably around about September, October this year is the plan, and that could be impacted by COVID. But at this point, uh, we're on track for that that plan. And that facility just gets us closer to our growers in Werribee and those sorts of places. It, uh, again, allows us some really good road infrastructure. We will take uh, 600 trucks a week, I think it is, uh, off the road 
um, through the commissioning of that facility. And then there'll also be a further 3,000 truck movements off the road that we generally would have going back and forth between our Mulgrave uh, site and this side of town for cross-docking product. Gee, so there'll be, uh, there'll be, up. be a few uh, farmers down the Woobie South there who'd be very happy they don't have that four o'clock in the morning drive to Mulgrave. That's exactly right. Um, they will be very happy with that. And yeah, it's, I think just from our People like myself that drive across the city to get to offices and that sort of thing, 600 less trucks on the Westgate Bridge each week um, <laughs> is certainly a good thing for this side of town. <laughs> yeah, you won't hear any complaints for people who uh, who do that. Um, the the COVID-19 um, problem, epidemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, uh, the impact that it's had on, on your facilities, uh, firstly. Oh, look, it's from a – we've had to rethink um, the way we, do, I guess, manage our facilities to an extent just to – look after the health and safety of people. That was our, our very first thing. So um, we have put in, I guess, a, a social distancing and a lot of different methods of separating our people where we can. We've got a lot of people working from home as well, um, just to create the room to social distance in, in roles that we can do that. And within the DCs, we've, uh, I guess, increased sanitation, significantly increased our cleaning. Um, we actually have facilities installed now at the entry points where we can uh, just like an airport, it'll uh, check a person's temperature as they walk through and alert the person if uh, they could have a high temperature um, and that type of thing. We haven't had anybody have that yet, which has been great. Um, but, yeah, we've got our 1.5-metre social distancing across all our traffic areas, um, really looking after our truck drivers, making sure that they're uh, being given the chance to have a break and have access to all the sanitizers and that type of thing as well. Is, is your your business one that runs at 100% no matter what the, the situation is and hasn't been terribly affected by what's happened or is it, has it put a dent in the business overall like every other business? Oh, look, we've, uh, across the group, we've employed, I think it's 20,000 extra people um, through this and in supply chain. Nationally, we've probably employed an, an extra 1,000. And within the city of Wyndham, I'd say we've probably employed an extra two or 300 people um, for this. So it's actually from a supply chain perspective, it has forced us to open new facilities. Um, there's actually three in Victoria that we opened as pop-up DCs, but it, it hasn't really put a dint in it. It's really, I guess, helped us give some more people some uh, income while, while other people like Qantas and that were um, unable to be working. So it's been good to sort of be able to, uh, because our business has picked up a little bit during this period, it's helped us really, I guess, help some people who were in an awkward position where their businesses may have dropped away. Justin, out of all everything bad, there's always some good comes out of it. So what are, what are the, the things that you've learned about your business and learned about the way you go about your business that uh, you've had to implement in this time that you might uh, use in uh, in the future as a permanent thing? Oh, look, a lot of our um, sanitisation, um, our, our cleaning methodologies, the, the way that we're looking at how do we have no-touch entries to our facilities and this type of thing so we can really – reduce those touch points for, for people as we move forward and while we, um, I guess, understand what the new norm looks like. But probably the biggest thing I've seen through this is the way that um, our business has come together. Um, from a supply chain with retail operations, with replenishment, with uh, store design, um, it's really brought everybody together as one in a, in a better together way I haven't seen before. And I've been with the company 28 years and just the way that um, – people have come together to get the best results and make sure that uh, we continue to keep our product flowing into stores has, has been exceptional. And I think that's the biggest thing that I, in my mind with my team, when I talk about it, it's how do we maintain the uh, level of agility and things that we've been able to deliver through this crisis 
um, in our regular BIU as we return to whatever the new normal does look like. Yeah. That flexibility within your business obviously must be something that you've been impressed with, though, that you're able to do it and that, uh, that your people are able to do it as well. Yeah, look, the flexibility is something that we actually do design into the business. We, we have to do that when we come up against bushfires or train derailments or road clothes or that sort of thing, um, and particularly floods up in Queensland. But a big part of what we do do big part of what we do do is sort of reacting to scenarios within the community where we need to make sure we're doing everything we can to support um, people not only within Wyndham but right across Australia. Yeah. Um, but this was definitely the biggest one we've seen. There's never been a period in the past where I've opened three new to, sorry seven new DCs nationally, three in Victoria, um, in the space of three weeks, which is what we did this time. But yeah. It, we're certainly a, a good learning of how far we can push things if we need to. Will the pop-ups be something that will close down when this when this kind of dissipates, or what will what will be their future? Yeah, no, the pop-ups are short term. Um, they will wind back. We've already uh, in Sydney wound back a couple of those, but it will be a an ongoing just sort of monitoring at the minute. Sales and uh, volume seems to be sort of leveling off, but we really need to understand what it's going to look like as people start getting back out of the community. What what our, um, I guess what I'll call a profile is going to look like to understand what else we can do yep. and how long we need these other facilities for. The uh, the impact on the City of Wyndham that that uh, new fresh facility is going to have, uh, have, uh, have you done any kind of uh, look into that from a, the point of view of um, uh, the, the economy that will do locally, the boost that will make to the economy locally? Because I'd imagine that would be quite significant. Oh, look, um, there'll be 300-plus roles there ongoing as we move forward and uh, commission the facility. So there will absolutely be some really good uh, employment opportunities for people. The Obviously taking the trucks off the road uh, on the Westgate Bridge and that sort of thing will, will be good. And as we mentioned earlier, having um, ourselves closer to those key Werribee farms and that sort of thing will also uh, be a good outcome for us. And I would imagine just to, from their point of view, from the farmer's point of view, uh, the cost uh, saving for them in uh, transportation will be quite significant too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that fresh facility, that will, uh, that will uh, I mean, is that in adjunct to the Mulgrave one or does that replace the Mulgrave one? It replaces the produce DC we have at Mulgrave, but we're repurposing that um, for some other, other purposes moving forward. Um, the facility that we're opening up out, out here in Truganina for fresh, that will be a combination of product coming out of a number of DCs just to consolidate all of our fresh into one building. Yep. Um, at the moment, we have fresh in a couple of 3PLs when you talk about fresh chicken and that type of thing. And then we have our fresh produce. So we're just trying to bring all of those fresh commodities into one area to make sure that we are getting them to store as quickly as possible and in the freshest uh, position we can be in when we get them to store. Yeah. Uh, from uh, Purely from a sort of uh, Werribee South perspective, that uh, that enhances uh, Werribee South's uh, ability to remain as one of our, you know, key key parts of the the food bowl uh, uh, in the in the state of Victoria, and not not to mention the, uh, the the entire country. To be honest, yes, exactly, exactly. So, what uh, what's the plans for the future? For the um, uh, uh, is there any more expansion in uh, in the pipeline for uh, for Woolworths in the in the city of Wyndham? Um, look, we're always looking at what opportunities there are to optimise or renew our, our supply chain. We've um, been opening uh, some new DCs around the country. We've uh, got one under construct, another one under construction in Queensland at the moment that's about to start. Um, so at the minute, there's nothing else that we can uh, commit to in the city of Wyndham, but um, we do have a fairly large footprint out here. So 
anything's possible, I guess, Kevin. Justin, you mentioned uh, the employment opportunities that uh, that uh, the new fresh facility has opened up and will open up. Uh, the people that are working in your in your distribution centre in the in the liquor area. Now, what what are the uh, employment opportunities for people who live in the city of Wyndham to get involved uh, with the Woolworths chain? Yeah, look, we've obviously we've got a, a large retail aim out. Uh, I'm sorry, out this way as well, Kevin. So we've got. Uh, I think it's eight supermarkets, 12 liquor outlets and two big Ws out this way as well. But from a supply chain perspective, um, we've obviously got a, a lot of uh, Linfox manager transport for us. And so there's uh, plenty of driver opportunities with, with Linfox out this side of town. Um, then we've also got our, our store people. So people, whether it's for driving a forklift or picking orders or that type of thing. And then, of course, there's a support staff. So in each of our DCs, we've got culture and people um or some people say HR, but culture and people teams, safety teams, uh, business analysts, uh, operational leaders. So there is uh, quite a lot of opportunity um, across our business. And uh, obviously within Woolworths, people tend to, uh, once they're with us, they tend to stay for a while and move between jobs as well. So um, there's always, as other people have been promoted out of roles, new opportunities come up in those facilities as well. Speaking of which, I think you said you've been with Woolies for 28 years, was it? Yeah, that's right. Um, what have what have your roles been over the years with Woolies in uh, in that uh, twenty eight year history? Oh look, um, I actually started off as a baker in Rosebud, uh, Kevin. So oh, really, a, a long way from uh, what I'm doing now. But yeah, and I started off a baker. Then I was a shop fitter for a little while um, with Woolies, doing uh, renewals and that sort of thing back in the late nineties. Um, then I got into supply chain as a store person in around about probably nineteen ninety eight ninety nine. And just uh, that site was over in Somerton and just uh, worked my way through the ranks, I guess, and uh, worked hard and uh, got to know the business and, yeah, managed to uh, now be in this position, which I guess is just a good example of what you can achieve with a business like Woolworths um, over time. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, living in Point Cook these days? Yeah, yeah, living in Point Cook. Um, so I've been on this side of town for probably about 15 years now. So I grew up out in Freud and then lived in Brunswick for a little while. And then, yeah, moved out into Wyndham Green, then Manor Lakes, and now in Point Cook. Well, if you're responsible for helping to take 600 trucks off the road over the Westgate Bridge uh, in the in the near future, you you may be uh, you may be canonised or given sainthood by many members of the of, <laughs> of the people in the West. Any uh, in the very near future, if uh, if that's the case. No, it's uh, look, it's obviously a massive um, a massive footprint that uh, that Woolworths has in the in the city of Wyndham, and obviously one that works well for both for the city of Wyndham and uh, and for Woolworths. Yeah, absolutely. And look, from the first time we came across to the side of town with Melbourne Liquor in our supply chain, um, working with Daryl and the team at City Wyndham, they've all, always been great and very supportive um, as we come into the area and as we open DCs and, and that sort of thing. It's been uh, great to work with the City Wyndham over the years on those projects. And obviously you would have had a lot to do with the council, uh, given the, the amount of uh, infrastructure and uh, and all sorts of things that you're, you're doing in the Truganina area in particular. Yeah, the, the Woolworths group does. Daryl's probably the main person I deal with um, at council, but our property guys and that there are in, in a lot of discussions with Wyndham Council. Justin, thank you so much for your time. Uh, it is, as we mentioned, a massive footprint that Woolies has uh, in uh, in the city of Wyndham, and uh, we hope that continues for many, many years to come. And it's uh, that new fresh facility opening later in the year. That's uh, that's going to be a big boost for everybody. Excellent. Thank you very much, Kevin. Glad to talk to you. 
Thanks to Justin Dowling for his time. Really do appreciate it. Doing some great work in the city of Wyndham. Great, uh, obviously, supporters of employment in the city of Wyndham too. Uh, the Woolworths Group. So well done, Justin, and uh, looking forward to the opening of that new fresh facility in the not-too-distant future. Now, a reminder again about those uh, terrific uh, council uh, opportunities available at the moment. Just go to the website. Uh, it's as simple as that. Uh, in the services section of that, you'll find uh, all the details of the Win Local Professional Services Advice Program. As I mentioned, it's free. There are 12 local professional service advisors uh, who are going to provide one-hour consultations uh, on a number of topics. We talked about digital marketing, about business planning, about finance. There's a whole range in there. I'm sure there's one that'll, uh, maybe even more than one, that'll be of, uh, of, of great interest to you. Uh, so please take advantage of this. That's what the uh, the council set them up for. Uh, in these times when we, uh, we're all looking for uh, a bit of a uh, helping hand, uh, the council is certainly giving us that. And uh, while on that, just uh, go to the uh, – make sure you, when you do go to the council website, have a look at some of the other things that are available too because they've got a whole range of activities on at the moment uh, to help us through this uh, coronavirus uh, time. Uh, as we've uh, mentioned many, many times, it is trying for everyone. Uh, any little uh, little kind of uh, escape that you can get from it uh, or help that you can get from it is always very handy and the council certainly have been terrific in, uh, in helping with that. Thanks once again to Justin Dowling for his time. Look forward to your company again the next time we meet on the Talking Wyndham Podcast. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.